Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. We were listening to the... Uh, for the bazillionth time, the fact that the Connecticut library, uh, library, Connecticut lottery is moving to Rocky Hill, and both Dennis and I were like, "Yeah, why don't we talk about their app and how yes. it doesn't work anymore?" This, and this is a serious problem. Yeah, it's something that they actually had to uh, put something on Facebook about. Mm-hmm. See, in May when they changed their systems, their computer systems, yeah, they um, they killed their app. Right. But not only did they kill the app so that it doesn't function, mm-hmm. they pulled it from the app markets. Right. You know, from Google Play, from App Store, all that. Yep. Now they left that completely open to fraudsters. For right? yeah, for scammers to post fake Connecticut lottery apps. Sure. And now they had to announce to people, hey, be careful because there are scammers putting out fake Connecticut lottery apps. Well, duh. Yeah. This it, is, it, they caused that. Right. As, as Directly. A, as the Department of Labor of Software folks would say, it's working as intended. <laughs> well, what they should have done was what Brian Krebs calls digital flag planting, where they leave yeah. the app in place right. so that it, they've at least staked a claim within the app markets. Right. Even if it doesn't work, it's still there. It's still listed, right. and it makes it just a little bit harder for somebody to present a fake. Yeah, app. they could always say coming soon. I mean, again, both Dennis well, and they, I, they not, are saying it's coming soon. I don't see it coming. I, I don't even think they're working on one. And that could be true. But the benefit of that app was so that you know, if you happen to participate in a one point five billion dollar <laughs> drawing on occasion, <laughs> you would know whether or not you're you bought you know, of the ten rich. tickets you bought, you made some money there, right? So you just go ahead and scan the QR code, and it doesn't work anymore because the app is busted. Um, it's just you just can't make it up. You, you just can't make it up. And they talk about all the folks who have to go to a different different town to find their prize. Well, you can't even figure <laughs> out if you want a prize because your app doesn't work anymore. I mean, I don't know. Welcome to Connecticut. So let's get to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Chuck in Cheshire. Kind of rhymes there. Chuck, what do you got? Good morning. Morning. Um, I uh, I have a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. I've been using it, you know, just on guest mode because I don't feel like setting up an account. And I had about, you know, like 
30 tabs open, just things I need to go back to because it was in guest mode, and somehow I ended up Xing it out. Yep. Now, is there any way to recover those tabs? We think so. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> because I didn't leave guest mode. All right. But here's what happened. Yeah. But, but there's more to this. Uh-oh. So the first time this happened, you know, somehow I Xed it out. But then when I opened up, say, my email again, I didn't even have to log in. So the cookies were there. I opened up the email. I went into the address, or not the address. I went into the email uh, provider, and I was already in the inbox. So right. the co- it seems like the cookies were there, right? Is that what I'm? Uh, is the terminology correct? Eh, maybe when it comes to Chromebook, Chrome software, we're not that versed in it. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed in in Chromebooks. Half the apps that you load are not really designed for them, and all that fun stuff. But well, I digress. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean. There's caches of some kind that are remembering last sessions of, of people's usage, mm-hmm. of course. Um, from what we've seen, um, you should be able to get your tabs back. Uh, we'll put that in air quotes. Um, what did you find, Dennis? Mm-hmm. Well, I I found a couple references to uh, Chrome, yes, but not Chromebooks. Although Chromebooks do have Chrome on them. He's not wrong. That's right. part of the problem of troubleshooting these darn things. Yes. And and Google itself, as a search engine, is notoriously bad yes. at distinguishing between the word Chromebook and Chrome. And I don't know why. It's their, their it's product. It's their product. They should know the difference, and they don't. Yeah. So what do we think he can do? Uh, there is a feature that can restore them, at least in Chrome. Um, what you would do is you click on the menu, which is three dots. Mm-hmm. And you go to history, and according to this, you can go to the X tabs. And yeah, I don't should, have that. Uh, nah, that's probably. Just I don't have the history me. when you when you click on the um, the three dots. I don't have history. I have new oh. tab, new window, downloads. So that's well, the right right window, right? That's the right mm-hmm. thing that opened up. Yeah, but I don't it, have history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, I have finds though. That might either be in a. a how it works on a Chromebook, or it might be because you're in guest mode. Mm-hmm. And in guest mode, it may not be keeping your tracks all the, you know, As sufficiently yeah. to be able to recreate your uh, tab history. Yeah, and all the searches we're trying to do here, it is the fact that they don't it's really differentiate. Chrome. It's all Chrome, it's not all for Chrome. Chromebook. It's not the Chromebook operating system. Mm-hmm. And so we're not getting a lot of good answers for you. Right, um, and we, I actually got, I got the same answer that um, you guys were ta- just talking about because I was looking that up with the history, and the yeah. first thing I noticed was I don't even have a history option. Gotcha. Yeah. So it may not be yeah. restorable. It's not the end of the world, though, really. No, I mean, it was mostly just like, you know, YouTube videos, or um, but they were important, like career-related things like that that I needed to watch, but um, yeah, I just don't remember them all. Uh, well, but don't worry, YouTube questions. will. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've never signed into any of those things. Well, you're making it harder. And I don't. Yeah, I know. I know. But I, you know, I'm being tracked. All, that's why I was in guest mode to begin with. So isn't that funny, right? So we're, we we do want the systems to help us remember where we went, but we don't want to tell them who we are, we are so they remember where we went. It's just you got to love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't blame you, though, for not wanting well, to be tracked. I mean, who knows what kind of stuff you're watching on YouTube there, Chuck? 
I just especially know for that, your uh, career. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what? It's just that I just assume that they have backdoor ways of storing that information anyway. They do, and again, like like Dennis mentioned, I mean, but again, guest mode is not really designed to be a more permanent it, mode. Uh, they mm-hmm. may be retaining some things like right. cookies, right? But right. it might not be. Re- the history is actually in a database file. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of computer science. It uses something called SQLite to keep track of it. Mm-hmm. And that particular feature might be turned off in guest mode. For all I know, I, I can't mm-hmm. say for sure. Yeah, we don't. But we don't that that's a little extra that. code that has to run in order to rebuild that history. Mm-hmm. Whereas leaving a cookie behind is is different. Relatively simple for a browser to do, and it is different. Yeah, it's more um, de- it's more demographic. It's more trying to figure out who you are and what you're looking for. It's just a little for. slug of text that gets right. downloaded by the browser, and it just gets left behind. Yeah. Uh, but managing the history is different. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we have a quick answer for you. We can put it out there for the the uh, folks that are listening on the 50,000-watt flamethrower that is WTIC and or on the Odyssey app, which would be nat- nationwide, and or on the old Facebook page, and maybe you'll find a feedback that gives you an answer as to how to do that. But we haven't found okay, it yet. Yeah. It's, it's not as straightforward. It is odd that Google doesn't do a better job differentiating between Chrome it, and the Chromebook operating system. It's yeah. It's been driving well, I, me nuts for a few years now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I it's kind of the reason why I did it, but just I didn't realize that I was opening up so many tabs and not watching the videos and right. then, you know, not reading the articles. So, um and you could have updated, too. It's, it's just my own fault for procrastinating. Well, the other thing, too, is the Chromebook will update. Eventually, it's going to want to update. You're going to hit the upper right hand, the bottom right-hand corner there and tell it to do so, and it may not remember all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, either you have yeah, to log I never, in. I never, do those, I never do those updates. So it's telling me to do an update now. Hmm. You never do them? Very hmm. rarely. All right. Well, again, that's another security, quote-unquote security thought. So, uh, unfortunately, though, with Chrome... <laughs> the, the operating system eventually it'll decide that your your device no longer um, can live, and it'll <laughs> stop working. Right? I mean, that's what Chrome does. Okay. Chromebooks do. Yeah. Sorry, we're no longer going to let you. And worst worst of all, mm. different stores retailers will be selling it right even after it's already gone end of life. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chuck? Oh, so you should you suggest that I do do the re, re uh, uh, update. Generally, we do, yes. Yeah, It is better to be protected these days from all the issues that are out there than not be. Yeah. So then the same goes for the iPhone? Yes. Uh, even more for the iPhone. Yeah, iPhone okay. users think they're invulnerable. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. And uh, <laughs> no. definitely update your iPhone. Okay. Yeah. All right, because, you know, sometimes they change features on uh, the text, and, and it's, uh, you know, a chore, but um, no, all right. Don't. So yeah. I'll I'll heed the advice, right. and I'll let you get on with right. the next call. So thanks a lot for your help. Thanks. You're welcome, Chuck. All right. Have bye-bye. a good weekend. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, it's hard to hard to troubleshoot that stuff. Um, I was uh, reading an article, and I could not find it for the show. I really wanted to talk about it as far as updates in iOS is. It had to do with a banking app. Um, and actually, it actually came to mind because Dennis found something on our Facebook page, right, Dennis, about a question. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we had a, a comment asking about uh, getting 2FA from a bank that doesn't provide it themselves. Right. Um, and I said, unfortunately, there's probably no way to do that. There's some business tools that you can tack on to some services, but 
a bank's um, systems are going to be private, and you're not going to be able to just tack it on. So right, and we would tell you if that bank doesn't understand two FA by now, you need a different oh, bank. Oh yeah, definitely reconsider them. Yes, and, seriously. And the story that I'm going to bring up has to do with that. I want to say it's Singapore, but don't hold me to it. I don't remember exactly. And um, this is a Singapore bank that actually will not allow you to use the app if they detect that on your phone you <laughs> sideloaded third-party apps that were not downloaded through the Google Store or through the um, uh, Apple Store because right. you, you don't know if they're malicious. They just completely say, nope, sorry, no banking for you. <laughs> um, now, you got to ask yourself, if the platform itself can't do, do a better job of isolating each app from malicious apps, doesn't it sound a lot like Windows? <laughs> Isn't that what we're dealing with uh, with the Windows? Yeah. Um, but it is interesting that that bank is that draconian, and of course, there may they may have other issues that they're going to have to deal with for having that draconian approach. But if your bank doesn't offer 2FA, man, run. Run screaming. Yeah. Don't use that app at all. It's, it's not safe. We're going to step out for a quick break. Elaine, Sandy, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. It's 11 o'clock, and you guys have all woken up as usual, so Elaine, John, and Sandy, hang on. But I did find that article, and it was a Singapore bank. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, the article is kind of interesting um, in that it, it kind of talks about the fact that, okay, bank, if you're going to go ahead and, and say um, that you can't use our app if you have these third-party apps on your phone that have been that could be malicious or you know, not loaded the, the, the proper way through the Google Store and or the iStore, then the, the article kind of says, well, you know, then does that mean if there's any breach, you're fully liable for any breach that occurs? And maybe they are. Well, and the other thing to consider is that there are people that may have sideloaded apps on their phones right. for legitimate reasons. There might be a sideloaded app that their company uses that they distribute, uh, but they keep it private. Because right. they want it to be private, and they can do that. Um, you might also be an app developer yourself, so you might be using an app that you've created or you're working on, and you had to sideload it because you haven't released it to a market yet. Well, the other issue, too, by the way, guys, is that um, uh, developers, and the bad guys know this, are putting in um, beta versions of their apps, which do not fall through all the scrutiny um, of security and what have you. So the bad guys are actually putting in these apps on these big the big stores there, the big platforms saying, go ahead and download me, and it's also malicious. In this case, this the Singapore Bank um, app actually uh, noted that Microsoft's Authenticator, mm-hmm. uh, LG ThinQ CC Cleaner, mm-hmm. and Trend Micro were malicious. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you had those on your, on your phone, it, it thought they were malicious. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That'll wake you up. <laughs> sure will. Microsoft Authenticator. Right. But the bigger question oh. the bigger question is this. And I keep telling my kids this. I'm like, guys, I hope you're not loading all sorts of apps on your phone, right? Because they're all sniffing ways. If you never know which one is sniffing out the information that it wants to get into your bank or to get into any application that you think is private. These apps you would hope they'd be in their own little sandboxes, right? That they're that they're sandboxed, they're secured, they're encrypted. But this bank is so concerned about the apps you've loaded. So th- what do they know that we don't know? Well, we know op- how operating systems work. And whether it's an iPhone or an Android and or Windows, of course, um, it's the platform that is the vulnerability. 
right? Mm-hmm. So if you have an app that's sitting in the background doing something while you're logging into your bank that it happens to be a malicious app capturing whatever keystrokes or whatever it's doing um, to get access to your your information, that should worry you, right? You would think these devices by now would allow for that sandboxing and all that security so that we as regular users don't have to be concerned about it. But guys, you do. We know how the sausage is made. I'm telling you, it's not secure. Lots of this stuff is not secure. You need to get 2FA in place. And this bank in Singapore is like, along with keeping the gum off the sidewalk, they will not let you load your app on your phone if you have any kind of um, third-party software on your on your phone. And Dennis has got good points about why you might. And then, of course, if you download the beta version of something quote-unquote legit, that, the Singapore app will let it go because it's coming right, through the store. Right. It, <laughs> right. It's coming through the store, so it's bona fide, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm telling you, it, I, I'm surprised we sleep. I mean, we have no hair, and that's what happens, <laughs> but I'm surprised we sleep. But let's go to Elaine and Thomas. Thomas What's going on, Elaine? Yeah, hi. Um, the reason why I'm calling is we bought an HP printer NV6400 series, I guess, yeah. uh, less than a year ago. And when we bought it, the gentleman that was doing the sale with us talked us into this Insta Ink yeah. um, delivery there. You know, once a month they would deliver the ink and mm-hmm. this and that. Well, we had it for a while, and then I decided to cancel it because, you know, we're older. We don't use that much ink. We don't right. do that much printing. Right. So after I canceled it, we tried to print, and it wouldn't print. Right. Yeah. So we called, uh, I don't know, some help desk or whatever, and they said, um, oh, did you recently cancel your ink subscription? And I said, yeah, what would that have to do with anything? And they said, um, oh, that's why you can't print anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now I heard this morning you guys were talking about the uh, the lawsuit or the class, whatever it was with HP, and I wondered, what do I do now? Do I just wait or put my name on a list or well, sorry. So in this case, Elaine, this well, is how it's supposed to work. Yeah. That's no, no. Yeah, that's the problem, right? The instant ink delivery. It was part of how you purchased the, the printer, right? Dennis? Right, and without yeah. anyone saying, well, well, Elaine, when you're, you know, when you don't want this ink anymore and you cancel, you're not going to be able to print anymore. I know they don't. Those sales guys tend to leave that stuff well, out. Well, honestly, <laughs> I don't even know if that's made clear to them at any point. It may not be. The sales guys could have been I selling think, sneakers. I the think month they before. just. Really? They're just mm-hmm. doing whatever the literature tells them to do, yeah. and they don't. They're not aware of all the ramifications of different situations. Yes. Okay. I don't think you're going to have a leg to stand on in, in this case. It's you're just, not going to have a leg to stand on? I'm not going to? Nope, because this no. is how it's supposed to work or not work. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we actually have run into this at TAB. Wait till they start okay. renting your cars that way. Wow. <laughs> so there's nothing I can do, like, trying technically to do nope. to the printer or set up or no. anything like nope. that? No, it doesn't work. It isn't going to work. Sorry, Elaine. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. This is, uh, Steve had a tribute to, uh, Elvis, <laughs> and, uh, Carolyn's continuing this with our bumper music, which is great. Um, let's get to your, uh, what else? Oh, we wanted to, our, we had ran out of time with our last caller there, and she had an Insta Ink subscription to her HP printer. She canceled it, and now her printer refuses to print. That's how it's, it's how it works, right? Yeah, it's it, ink as a service. It, it's designed right into the hardware. Right, so they give you... Practically give you the printer, quote unquote, and then you pay this monthly subscription to your ink. And if you don't pay the subscription, it no longer works. Now, now Dennis and I were talking off air, and we're like, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have beer as a service? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Imagine if like Treehouse out there in a uh, Sturbridge did a beer as a service. But the only caveat is, if you stopped your subscription to get your Treehouse beer, your refrigerator stopped working. <laughs> But they'll give you the refrigerator. They'll give you the refrigerator for almost nothing. But you have to keep subscribed to the beer. Yeah, I mean, beer as a service. I, I mean, I, I would, I would subscribe to that. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. But again, you cancel it. You know, refrigeration for you. Let's go to uh, your calls. We're going to go to John and Avon next. Hey, John. I think I'm going to lose you again. Oh no! Are you driving in the in the up in the boonies up there of Connecticut? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on? Just a computer router. Say that again. You did break up. <laughs> you have a frontier no, router. Yes. You yep. Have, okay. You have to you have to keep that. Yes. And I zero. I guess. Modem? Is that what it is? You've got, yeah, it's a, it's a modem, quote unquote, for your fiber service. Yep. It's not really a modem, but I never can remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, I, I forget the term too. ONT? Yeah. O-N- Optical Network Terminator. Nice. You have an ONT. <laughs> yep. So, so can I get open DNS on that? You can. I mean, many yes. of them allow you to modify the DNS settings, and you can also purchase your own firewall after the ONT device. Um, so you got the frontier line comes in, you then buy a firewall, plug the ONT into that, and then have it hand out your IP addresses with OpenDNS as part of it. That you can do generally, but I think you can even edit the frontier one. You should be able to, I would think. Mm-hmm. 
when I went to OpenDNS, I couldn't find this specific router in their list of. Oh, uh, you might not. Good. They don't. They can't really give you everything in the world. No. Um, and they don't even try at this point because there's just too many of them. Um, uh-huh. But what you would have to do is look at the literature for what you have, mm-hmm. and then take a look at where you can change the DNS settings within the DHCP server. Because it's DHCP server that gives that information to all your network devices. And you need to tell the router to mm-hmm. give out open DNS to uh, the all the devices in their DNS settings. Okay. And you, can, right. you might even be able to call but, Frontier and ask them, maybe. But what's already out on, D, on open DNS's support pages will give you the hints you need to do that but then you have to figure out how to apply that to your actual device. And that is what you'll find out in their literature. And then you can okay. then check to see if you've been successful. Now, be sure to check the IPv4 and IPv6 settings. Because if you don't do the IPv6, a lot of your devices are going to sneak out that device, that mm-hmm. DNS, and you're not going to be protected. Yeah. Is there a way to, like, um, like see if it's blocking? Well, yeah. I mean, do you use, like, what would I put in? Yeah, OpenDNS has, I think it's called the Internet Bad Guys. Yeah, InternetBadGuys.com. Okay. If it blocks it, it's going to say, yeah, you're successfully, or if it doesn't, then it's going to say, oh, you're not configured properly. Gotcha. And was the other alternative you were saying was, like, to just go to Best Buy and get another router to put in front of this? Behind it. Right. Yeah. Okay. You need the fiber service to come in, and then you would connect your router to the WAN port of that. Okay modem all right well i'll try to get one of those two options yeah i would try also call frontier see i mean i know they're leaving the state but i mean you can call them before they leave and um (laughs) and ask them for some help (laughs) and they might be able to help you configure that firewall oh and uh mike g says welcome.opendns.com is also a good tester oh neat okay a good test tester it's a tester it's a it's a way to confirm that OpenDNS is working con- as confirmed. Uh, okay. Okay, great. Thank you very much. You're welcome, John, and good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, I, I don't know if you read this, but I th- uh, Frontier is looking to leave the state of Connecticut. Yeah, they're moving their headquarters, right? Yep. Mm. All right. Let's go to – who's next? Uh, Sandy in Glastonbury has been on the longest. What's cooking, Sandy? Hi, um, thanks for taking my call. I enjoy listening to your show, uh, mainly because I'm com- computer challenged and um, I usually learn something from your show. Great. But I'm also an, account- an accountant at a small office. We've got about five people in the office, five desktop, desktop computers. And we were told that our firewall was, in, was an antique and we had to replace it. So we gotten a quote for it. They quoted... It was like $680 for a one-year license. It's a Meraki Advanced Security. Mm. Um, uh, one, uh, the device was quoted at like, uh, actually, the, the license was 680 The device was 630 yeah. And I can see on Amazon or, you know, go online, I could get them for a little bit cheaper, you know, a couple hundred dollars cheaper. And mm-hmm. I have no problem with, you know, a, a bit of a markup if they're doing the workforce. But the labor was quoted at a, close to $3,000. Wow. And I'm just trying to get an idea of it was actually twenty eight hundred just over twenty eight hundred and I'm just trying to get an idea 
you know, I have no way of, you know, seeing, getting comparisons on labor for, for something like that. I can look for a device and a license. Um, does that sound reasonable? It's to replace it. We already have a firewall. It's to replace a firewall. We just have five desktops. Yeah. Is, does that sound reasonable? I don't know no. if you can say something like this of course over I can. the phone. I can. I can, I can it's and it's how we market. Well, we market as an, uh, an affordable approach to a uh, small business, and that is outrageous. Okay. Um, so the 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 issue, number one, Meraki is a fine product, but if you don't pay for the subscription, your internet will turn off. It's just yeah. like the situation with the printer we just talked about. Right. So if you guys somehow yeah. get you know if you, you forget to renew the subscription right. or the whoever's servicing you forgets to tell you, it'll turn off your internet. So you have no choice. Right. So if your business has got some choices to make that you know you have to decide between payroll and Meraki. Well, you can't choose not Meraki because you're not going to get any internet. Um, right, it's getting, right. It's getting ridiculous, and that labor charge is insane. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'm more happy to tell you that. And, again, this is what Tab has been around for 40 years doing, offering an, uh, a lower-cost alternative uh, for two reasons. We have a large market yeah. that we support, and we can pass that economy of scale on. And also, we're not out there to, to, to gouge people. Yeah, um, and that's just three thousand dollars to set up a firewall and, for five people. Is right, cool. and then putting putting them on uh, Meraki's or Cisco's. It's insane. They own it. Putting them on that treadmill of the subscription is right. just it's oh, beyond the pale. Yeah, yeah, it's something we okay. choose not to do. And uh, again, Meraki's a fine product. Uh, does right. a good job, but for a little five-person organization to be stuck paying six hundred dollars a year, and if you don't, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, and if you don't. Yeah. No, no internet for you, really. Right. Yeah. So, so we wouldn't go that yeah. direction. Okay, that's good. If you're looking All to right. actually well, get an actual comparative price, just email sales at tabbing.com and I'll send you a quote. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> All right, I appreciate your help, and I liked your recommendation about uh, Treehouse and the refrigerator. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah. Right, beer as a service. It's a great idea. <laughs> now, hopefully, Treehouse right. is listening. I'd subscribe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, All right. thanks so much for your help. You got it. Okay. Take care. Yeah, bye bye. Um, man, just the stuff we see, I mean, that's a great example, right, of just a crazy price to do something. I mean, it's not that complicated. And if they're charging that kind of money, and the, the issue with this in, is what, what Tab has been trying to get out there for the past 40 years is you do not have to spend this much money on your MSPs. They are just cranking out the costs. And uh, it's hard enough to be a small business in Connecticut. We know. Trust us. We know how hard it is to be a a business in Connecticut. Um, you know, the CBIA just talked about the fact that this legislature did absolutely zero in legislation for small business. And then you get hit with these types of quote-unquote services from IT providers. Uh, I understand they're trying to survive, but that's just highway robbery, man. Uh, I, 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 it just blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to cost that much, and your MSP services don't have to cost that much, too. No. Uh, we've seen our competitors actually charge 6 times what we offer to our, our our clients for the exact same services and people you know people are like oh if you're not paying the right amount of money it must not be a quality product look <laughs> you can pay six times more than you want to yeah. uh that, that six times more is not necessarily better and when it comes to it maybe it is for a diamond ring <laughs> or maybe it is for i don't know a luxury boat i mean it but not for IT. You do not have to do that. Um, and that's what Tab's one of Tab's four uniques is, is affordability. So mm. I didn't call, I didn't pay her to call, okay? I didn't. 
but may as well talk about it a little bit while we're here. Let's go to uh, Steve in Middletown. What's going on, Steve? Uh, hi, I have a question about Windows Defender. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got an exclamation point and a little shield. And when I click on it, it goes to uh, incompatible drivers and learn how to resolve it and all that stuff. And when I click on it, nothing shows up. No drivers show up like it shows online. It doesn't show any drivers uh, um, that are that are bad. Yeah, that this is this is you've had this issue. I have. <laughs> uh, can I ask if you have Windows 11 or Windows 10? 11. All right. They have Microsoft has released updates for Windows that should fix this issue for you. Uh, because I did have that on my Windows 11 computer at home. It was okay. telling me falsely mm-hmm. that the memory integrity was off. Number one, it was actually on. Right. Even though it was telling me, it was giving me that little flag and telling me yeah. that it's not working and that I've got an incompatible driver. It was telling me all that stuff, just like you're hearing. But right. the service was running, and I actually ran something called Process Explorer to find out whether it was or not, mm-hmm. and it was. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can breathe easier, okay? Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Number two, they did recently, I think in July, put mm-hmm. out an update to Windows that fixes it because it is correct now on my Windows 11 computer. It oh, shows it okay. that the memory integrity is in place. So I would just go to the Windows Update uh, section of the settings mm-hmm. and uh-huh. have it update and let it update whatever it wants. And it might take a couple of iterations if if the computer is somehow behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh- and it, sh- it should straighten out. At this point, it should be fine. But even if it continues for you, I would not sweat it. There is a bug in the detection for that, which is falsely telling you the service is off. Um, Yeah, it is off. And it might be a matter of Microsoft putting out yet another update that fixes it on your computer, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. even though it hasn't, well, even though it fixed it on mine, but maybe not yours yet. It bothered Dennis for like a year. Oh, I was ticked off. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's annoying to see that. That exclamation point, and you can't do nothing about it. But. Nope. nope. <laughs> Don't let it worry you. Just do, get the oh, updates. Thanks. We appreciate it. Thanks, right. guys. Love, love, love your show. Thank thanks. you for being there. We appreciate Not it. Not a problem. Yeah. Take care. All right. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, that's how you know that, that you've got the bug. If it tells you there's a bad driver, but no drivers are listed. Sounds like That it. is the definition of the bug. There we go. Sounds like okay. Microsoft to me. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to your calls. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. All suspicious. All right, we are back in the final stretch. And we are here till 11. And then uh, Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. I don't know that he'll have any Elvis bumpers, um, but who knows? Uh, Let's get to your calls. We're going to go to, I guess, Bill in Granby's got a question. Hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, Eric. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Hey, Eric, I have a... Uh, a laptop, uh, a desktop that I had uh, Adobe Acrobat Pro on for many, many years. Yep. I went, I, I, uh, I had, I went to install a new printer, uh, and the uh, the Acrobat would not. It, it, it wanted to recognize one. It wanted to recognize the old printer and the new printer. So I removed the old printer, 
and then it still wouldn't recognize the new printer. And so I went. The, I think the big mistake was I went to the Adobe site and it said update the software. So when I update the software, I lost it. Right. Because uh, the, the one I was using was totally free. Yeah. And they wanted to replace it with one that cost two thirty nine yep. a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I went back to see if I could possibly uh, restore the computer to a, an older date, and I couldn't. Uh, it said there was no older date to inst- to uh, Hmm. Uh, because it, while installing the printer the first time, the the, the computer the Windows crashed, oh. so I had to I had to rescue the computer at that point, and oh. I was able to restore the computer. But I can't. Is there? So the question is: Is there any way I, I have Adobe uh, Acrobat Pro 10 or X on my, a laptop? Is there any way to replicate that, or just I'm, I'm out of it? You're out of it. There's no way to just copy that software over to another platform. You have to install it. Mm-hmm. So you just can't do that, unfortunately. You'd have to get your hands on an installer, yeah. 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 Okay, well, that's kind of what I thought. I thought the, the restoring it to an older date would be good, but then I, I lost that opportunity as well. Right. And there's other PDF tools out there, like um, Foxit, I think, is one. And there's Blue, is it Bluebeam? There's other PDF editors out there, there besides are. just Adobe. There's Foxit, there's Phantom PDF, and, well, Bluebeam is a much bigger program. Yeah, yeah, it's more designed for construction. Um, also, oh. there's something called, um, um, well, I'll have, oh, wait a minute. Hang I'll on. i try to look it up. Thank you. Yeah, but the key is, you know, finding alternatives versus... Power PDF. Ah, That's what it is. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, I have used Power PDF quite a bit. It's very, very nice. Okay, I'll take a look at it. Uh, yeah, it was just interesting because uh, it, it automatically reverted to something from Adobe, but it, it uh, and then Bing took it. You know, all of a sudden I was in Bing, which is the last place I want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do uh, seem and, to connect together. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I want to thank you guys. You guys do a great job. Thanks, Bill. Thank you both. You're welcome. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye. So he's going to try to either an alternative, a PDF, or he's going to get a new Adobe. Um, yeah, he might be able to find the uh, Adobe installer actually from the Adobe uh, website. Hmm. They do have historical installers, but I don't know how far back they go. Right. And they might have not to have go back key. all the way. Oh, he needs a serial number, but back then all you need is a valid serial number. Right. And it will go. And don't go finding on the dark web, guys. Don't oh, go searching for old files. Oh, please don't. No, There's, they're not going to do, do not it. do not search the web for what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What I want you to do is to go to Adobe's site, right, and look there, right, for only the, there. For the Adobe don't X. get the don't get the installer from anybody else because it's not going to work. It might work, but it might also have some extra extra stuff built in for you. So I want to remind you guys, please, please, please. Make our uh, e-waste event in East Hartford on the 9th a success. We want to get as much e-waste out of your homes and not into the landfills as possible. So September 9th, we're going to be broadcasting live over at the old TAB corporate headquarters in historic district of East Hartford, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, according to the Googles. And um, you can stop by there and drop off your e-waste, and it'll be responsibly recycled thanks to the folks over at EOSI, which are also an East Hartford company. Um, they've been recycling uh, ink cartridges and equipment for many, 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 many years. And again, the idea here is, you know, again, we're not, Dennis and I, we're not big 
you know, tree hugging environmentalist type folks, but you just don't want this in your in your landfill, right? No. Have it taken care of properly. Have your data destroyed properly. You know, you want to have it done the right way rather than having it end up in a landfill. So, we have our website. We have our uh, Facebook page. If you go on our Facebook page, you can see the event. Feel free to share it, please. Post it everywhere you can so folks get in their cars. It's going to be kind of a drive-through concept. You shouldn't be held up too much. And um, you can drop off your equipment. So basically, it's old computers, phones, laptops, you know, PCs, and LCD monitors, and even ink cartridges and toner cartridges. We'll take those as well. But we will not take, believe it or not, the old CRT monitors, those ones that would give you a hernia if you moved them around. <laughs> Uh, we will not take the CRTs, mm. but all the other e-waste you can think of, batteries, not a problem. So uh, I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Carolyn for producing, Mike G for posting everything over on our Facebook and Twitter page, pages as well. The live links will show up. They're just delayed still. We're not really sure why, um, but they still are. We have to work with our web developer on why that is. Um, but they will show up eventually. Um, so go ahead and check that stuff out. Do not Google it. Wait till you see the page. Well, well display. Mike G and I are going to post the link. So good. get the bona fide installer. Sounds good. So I want to thank you guys for joining us. Remember, we want you to be geeks too. See you next Saturday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.